Number 10 and number 24, switch. Number 18 and number 6, switch. Number 22 to the middle. Welcome to center stage. What's going on, guys? Welcome to episode four of the Center Stage. My name is Luke. I'm your host. I'm here with B and Ashlyn. What is going on, ladies? Hey. Hello. <laughs> How are you guys? Good. good. How are you? I'm fine in Portugal. You know, the weather is better now and we have been in a super hot uh, environment. So I'm super happy and sunburned too. So, there you go. Yeah, like uh, the sun like always lobster, brings no, joy. <laughs> yeah, no more oh, yeah. protein. It's like a, a lobster now. But yeah, <laughs> that's funny. It's I not. Went I fishing this like past Saturday. <laughs> my skin oh, no. doesn't it, feel it that. It does hurt. It's, it, it's painful. I'm sure. I went fishing with my bit... father-in-law on Saturday for like five hours, and I had a shirt on, of course. But I came home and like just the top of my head, because I'm going bald, was so sunburned. <laughs> And my face and my neck and my arms and my kids were like, Daddy, you look like a lobster. <laughs> I was like, but it felt so good just to be out in the sun and outside and not stuck in the house. Right. I mean, we, you know, it was it was miserable. It was so hot. There were bugs everywhere. I I love fishing and I hated every minute of it. But I just enjoyed being outside. Like it was it didn't matter. I could have got bit by a gator and I probably would have been perfectly fine. <laughs> so, <laughs> just to be out of the house. <laughs> what about you, Ash? I'm doing great. Everything's still going good over here. I mean, I'm in prep now. So just, you know, getting into my routine and really just, you know, staying focused and not really doing that much. I mean, my husband and I, we like to go on drives a lot because there's so mm -hmm. much scenery around here in Arizona. So we like to go on drives and that's us usually getting out of the house. We'll go on drives. We always run our errands during the week, stuff like that. But as far as like really getting to do anything super exciting in the sun, I mean, we don't, we haven't really done anything yet. We want to, we want to go like travel and stuff and do some stuff before like I get really, really into the shows, but I don't know if we're going to be able to have enough time to do that. So we'll see. Right. Yeah, it's when is the show that you're doing? So right now it's, um, I'm planning on doing a show um, in Vegas, the Patriots Challenge. Okay. For now, I mean that's what that's what my coach is like going for, but when that could change. That's uh, July eleventh. Okay. So we'll still, see. they're saying it's still on. They're saying it is. Um, okay. There's also another show that weekend, uh, Wasatch Warrior. Um, that one they just moved it. I don't. It's know on the exactly following weekend, I think. It should be the same. I think it's the same weekend. Is it? Oh, okay. Because yeah. Chicago, I was planning on doing Chicago Pro, and now they postponed yes, that it, one was the, the same weekend as well. Mm. Oh yeah, so three. They were all okay. three. Yeah, they were all three on the same weekend, and then Chicago Chicago Pro got canceled, and then these two are still supposedly a go, but I don't know. <laughs> you never know. Yeah, so. it's super uncertain. Yeah. So now, B for you, or would you if you were going to do a show that close, like in July? Do you think you'll be able to get into the states? You know, it's been super stressful both for me and for my coach because we kind of try to plan and have um, an Excel, you know, with all the shows that I yeah. can do um, and to travel the less, you know, because I have to travel for like eight hours to go 
to the United States. And instead of going and coming back and going again, I would be in the United States for like stay on the in the United States for like three weeks or four and do four back to back shows and then come back just not to be right. everywhere every time. Uh, but now shows have been being canceled. So I don't know. I was planning on doing uh, Chicago Pro, as I said before, but now I'm planning on doing the Wasatch Warrior as uh, Ashlyn was uh, talking about it too. Um, okay. So yeah, I will try to do that one. I'm either way. I'm prepping uh, and I'm eating a lot, so that's not my my concern. But it's a little bit of a wrestling <laughs> with ourselves every day um, <laughs> yeah. because uh, we have now three shows here in Europe that qualify for the 2020 Olympia, uh, and cool. three are like not enough. You know, so I really have to go to the United States or to Asia or right. or something like that, because here we just can't. Uh, but the thing is that I don't know if I can fly by that time, you right. know, in July or even in August. Um, and right. even I saw uh, that Air Canada posted the uh, in their Instagram on their Instagram, uh, something about traveling just in December. So, yeah, when I saw that, I was like, okay, <laughs> goodbye, Olympia, goodbye, yeah, bummer, right? <laughs> goodbye everything mm -hmm. this year. But I don't know, I hope so, because in Portugal, okay. here everything is opening up uh, since Monday, since yesterday. Uh, Same here, yeah. yeah. So, mm -hmm. let's see, I hope that I can travel there. All right, yeah. cool. Well, we'll see how it goes. So, now, let's get into, like, some topics. So, since both of you guys are essentially in prep and working towards the show let ha first things first have you decided on a suit color yet for these next upcoming shows yes <laughs> yes yes have you been <laughs> okay well let's the great the a good question is how did you guys come up with those suit colors what made you decide that those were the colors you wanted and how do you normally choose for a show so um i would say that i I definitely feel like that this takes some trial and error um, because obviously you want to pick something that you really like and that you're going to feel confident in um, because if you don't feel confident in whatever suit color that you're on stage with, then that's going to show to the judges. Um, but obviously like for me, um, I've always used like mainly blue just because of my hair color. So I've always done well in blue and I feel like that's just the best color for me. Um, a different like shading and different stones and stuff like that can be played with. Um, but as far as like my suit, uh, my hair color, since I have blonde hair, um, I kind of just kind of like before I was picking, I looked at different pros that were doing well that had the same color hair as me. And I was like, okay, what, what color is the judges liking on them? Like, what are they doing well with? That was something that I did before I picked. And it was mainly reds, blues, and purples. Like, that's what I was seeing on blonde-haired girls that were doing and placing well at the pro stage. And even, like, the okay. girls that were, weren't, that were winning their pro cards. I would look at their suit color that they won their pro card in, and I'm like, okay, well, they, you know, obviously the judges liked that color on that girl's hair. So that's what I kind right. of based it off of. Um, but I did try a red suit. This was my pro debut. Um, I've actually done two shades of red. Um, I did a dark red and that was at USA's before I turned pro. And then I did a brighter red uh, for my pro debut because I love red. And like, I know that girls right. with blonde hair do great with red um, sometimes. So I was like, let's give it a go. Like you never know until you do it. So 
that was something that I tried at the at my pro debut. I actually wore it my pro debut and um, another show after that. And I didn't do well. At, I mean, it's not that I didn't do well. I just didn't place. I didn't get top five. So I was like, okay, um, I'm not getting top five. My feedback was go back to blue. That was literally what the judges said. They were like, didn't you have a, okay. didn't you have a blue suit before? Like go back to blue. So basically if you're doing well in a suit color, I would stick to it. I wouldn't like change it. Yeah. You could change the stones, make it brighter or darker, stuff like that. Um, mm -hmm. But as far as like picking a suit color, I think it's just trial and error. And I think it's just getting the judges feedback and then seeing, seeing what they like on you yeah okay yeah exactly it's the same for me and i also tried red i also tried blue i also tried green and purple too and yeah we have to ask for feedback and then uh, look at at us um on stage photos and um i don't know it depends on the 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 hair the the skin color because even though we are all tanned uh, and we are more or less uh the same color we it always depends on our skin i don't know how to explain that but ashlyn you know what i'm talking about oh 100 yeah. i wrote that down i was yeah. like the skin is like even even because whenever you apply the tan obviously yes it's going to get you to that competition color but first of all everybody has goes to different tanning companies so everyone's color is going to turn out a little bit different different shades and then on top of what your skin color already is so it'll change a little right. bit yes exactly and as you compete i think that the the range of colors that you can use kind of get small smaller you you know um mm -hmm. because you can look at angelica she's been using um purple for like years and years yep. and she it doesn't it's not wrong with it i mean she always looks really pretty she always looks perfect so why change that you know exactly. so i think that right yeah i think that when someone reaches the pro level and the top five top three level like um not in every competition but in most of them i think that it comes to a place where you have to choose a color like go just go with the one that suits you better and i think that the purple with me uh does that you know the the cool. the suit that i used at the olympia uh i really loved it but then i used it so much that i thought that i needed a new one and then i tried to use the pink one but then i thought that something was not like 100 as i thought it was with the purple one so I kind of have to go back to the purple. <laughs> gotcha. Would you do like like uh, Ashley? Yeah, said, different like, tones, different shades. Yeah, exactly. Okay. And cool. the stones we always yeah we purple. always uh, can play both uh, us and the girl that uh, makes the bikinis. Uh, I I'm sure that um, the girl who you set to you who you send the message to always say something about the bikini that you should wear <laughs> at least uh, anastasia which is my sponsor always tells me something about that and even if i ask for a specific color and if i ask for her opinion uh she sometimes she even tells me no you are not going to use this one because <laughs> this just doesn't go with you <laughs> you know so <laughs> i think that it always depends on the person specifically on the person because right. first of all you have to like what you are wearing you won't wear 
red if you don't like red at all you know it you always right. have to do it with passion so it, there's no point on wearing something you don't like um but going with bright colors and always watching um the big shows the arnolds and the olympia and see what the the pattern is you know um yeah, yeah. i think it's that Cool. And I think it's cool that you guys have, like you mentioned, that your bikini maker will be like, no, 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 no. <laughs> Hell like, no, you, girl. You need to wear this. It's <laughs> no. good, right? It's good that you have that relationship that they can tell you that. So I have a weird question for you guys, but have either one of you ever considered doing something like completely funky with your hair? And what I mean by that is, is like maybe doing like, you know, bright green tips or purple or something crazy with your hair that is that kind of like I've noticed, I've seen in a few shows in you know some of the female divisions where there are people that go to that kind of extreme with their hair sometimes where they might be blonde but they'll do like streaks of bright red or they'll do you know something that just kind of and i've and i've actually asked people in the past and like you know why do you do that and their response is usually like well i'm trying to stand out have either one of you ever considered doing anything like that or do you pretty much just you know your goal is just to stick with the hair color that you have and not be you know not go too wild you definitely don't want to go wild um yeah that's that's okay. not a good way to stand out i'm just saying <laughs> it's just okay. weird i don't know for us that are watching you know i don't know <laughs> i don't really like it um but yeah it's the same thing as like white hair you know like the the really right that's really bright hair that is not natural when it's natural it's okay mm -hmm. now yes yeah 100%. Right. <laughs> yeah but i used i used to have when i started competing i had um i don't know how you say it in english but uh, in portuguese we say california california so it's like the the beach way the, like dirty yeah like yeah dirty exactly so you have mm -hmm. uh, half of your hair more or less is brown and then the rest is uh blonde you know, and then, blonde. yeah, yeah like and the, the judges mm -hmm. told me to change my hair to just one color. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So it I think definitely, you definitely mm -hmm. don't want it to like take away from anything or have the judges only looking at that because if that's what they're looking at and they're not looking at anything else, then that's just going to throw everything off and it's not going to be good. And did somebody teach you guys that, like tell you that, or did you just learn that with experience? The second Both. one. <laughs> okay, good. Okay. Yeah. Well, no, I just wondered, so the that, thing you know, is, definitely and, and B, you started talking about the white, know. the white. So my hair is extremely blonde. Like I just all, have always had blonde hair. Um, and I used to be even way blonder than I am yeah, now. Yeah, but it's and your once natural I get, hair, you know? Yeah, yeah. But even then, like once I get on stage, it gets so bright because mm -hmm. it's, you have the lights, you have the tan, like it just clashes mm -hmm. together. And so my, which I learned that because my very first um, pro show that I did, I've always had, you know, really blonde hair on stage and I loved it or whatever, but I used a different color suit, which these go hand in hand. This is really funny because I had a really crazy experience and I actually ended up wearing a wig on stage. Um, I know. For... I thought it was your hair. <laughs> I know. I didn't tell anybody it was a wig. Everyone thought that I had, I just got my hair done because I let everybody think that I ended up telling them after, but I wanted to, do a little experiment and I wanted to do it without actually touching my hair first. So I went and bought like a really nice right. wig and it's really funny because, um, since I am so blonde, I've never, you know, experimented with darker hair before. And so I was on stage for my pro debut and I had my bright red suit. I was so excited because I loved the suit. 
my bright red suit and then I had my extremely blonde hair. And so obviously whenever I got on stage, like that just amplifies. And so the, my, my feedback was first of all, go back to blue because you're the reds too much. And they were like, it just clashes with your hair. Your hair is way too blonde. It's like extremely light. And then you have your bright red, like fire red suit and it's just not going together. It's too distracting. So mm -hmm. I was like, okay. So I took that feedback and I was competing the following weekend. So there's really not much that I could do. Um, like I, I didn't get a mm -hmm. suit made yet. I kind of want, I, I loved my suit, so I didn't want to change it yet. I was like, let me try it again. So I went to my next show with this wig. I went and I got a wig and it was a darker, it was like, it was in between brunette and blonde. It looked blonde on stage, but off stage, it was like way more dirty blonde. Um, but it was still mm -hmm. way, like way, 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 way darker, probably like 10 shades darker than my actual hair. So it was completely mm. different yeah. and it gave me a middle part cause it's a wig. So like it gave me a middle part. It just changed my look 100%. And so when Sandy saw me on stage, she was like, what did you do? She's like, I didn't even recognize you at all. And I was like, oh my gosh. She was like, are you wearing a wig? And I started <laughs> laughing and I was like, can you tell? She was like, no, I just, I just know you that that's not right. your real hair and um did you do better no that i did worse and I, she was like she was like i don't okay. like the the wig she was like i don't like the hair you need to go back to blonde she was like just tone it down a little bit and go back to your normal suit color so i was like all right so then the following show um this was my third pro show at this point i changed my suit color i went back to the suit color that i won my pro card in which was like a tealish turquoise blue um i went back to that suit mm -hmm. color and then I just went and I got my hair um, colored, like I just got low lights and got my hair colored darker blonde. So it went from a really light blonde to like just a more natural looking dirty blonde. And it just looked so much better mm. on stage. I mean, then it was like a night and day difference. And I ended up getting my first placing as a pro that show. Oh, that was amazing. Cool. Yeah. So it's, it's those little things you just like, like I said, trial and error, trying to figure out what looks good on you. And sometimes, you know, you have to experiment and do wild things like that. Like to me, that's wild. Like putting on a wig and, and doing that. I felt extremely uncomfortable. I felt like everybody knew I was wearing a wig and I, it was, I felt a little embarrassed, but I, I also felt like this is pretty cool. Like I feel like someone else right now. I don't know. It was, it was fun. <laughs> I don't think I would be able to wear a wig. It was hard. It was really hard. <laughs> I bet. <laughs> I can only imagine because I've always heard they're so itchy, it's... and I wouldn't know because I've like I've been shaving my head for thirty-two <laughs> years, so uh, I've never had real hair. I have more hair right now than I probably. And being have afraid of years. it falling but, um... off, I you know I don't know. Jesus! Oh, that bad boy was on yeah. there. Trust me, I made sure of that. <laughs> did they glue it on, or did they? Clip no, it on? I I bobby pinned <laughs> it to my hair like underneath, and the okay. cap was really tight. Yeah. So honestly, I that was like the least of my concern. I was like, "There's no way it's gonna fall off." I could literally like like I did like circles with my head and everything before I went on stage, and I was like, "All right, this is good." It's like I was doing like the rocker movements backstage, <laughs> and I was like, "All right, this is working." You could have done fitness. <laughs> You could have done a fitness routine oh, and you would have been okay. It was <laughs> cool. Well, I think uh, what I wanted to touch on is kind of like take the tone down a little bit. And um, there's been, you know, a lot, a lot of stuff that's gone on recently in, you know, not only the bodybuilding world, but just in the world in general with, uh, with like mental health issues. And, you know, we've unfortunately, you know, lost some people to, um, you know, 
to suicide and some things like that. And I just wanted to ask you ladies, you know, a question in general, like have either of you experienced, you know, concerns or frustrations with your own personal mental health, anxiety, you know, depression, you know, things like that. And if you haven't, hasn't, have you, have you seen or experienced anything like that with anybody close to you? And if you just could kind of talk about it a little bit, maybe encourage some people out there that might be going through some tough times. I think that would be I've awesome never right experienced now. that before. And fortunately, because I don't know if I, uh, I don't know how I would handle that if it was me or if it was someone close to me. Um, but I think that the best advice that I have for uh, the people that are struggling with it um, and now uh, it's more important because we are all at home with a lot of time, you know, uh, to think about things that we shouldn't be thinking of. Um, I think that we should expose everything that we are thinking of to the people that we trust at 100 percent. Like not mm -hmm. keeping things for us all the time and letting the bag, uh, um, I don't know, like you don't have to keep everything for you if it bothers you or if it's always there, like right. uh, snitching you, you know, so. Mm -hmm. mm. I understand what you mean. Yeah. You like sharing it with sharing it with your family and friends instead and people, of keeping it like bottled like, up right yeah. yeah because when they right. explode about us you know yeah. so i think that's mm -hmm. the main thing that i would uh tell someone that is struggling with it because i i've never uh felt something like that and i'm super happy yeah i'm super it's happy good. about it because yeah. even when i had those dark times darker times uh that aren't that that dark but darker times in my life, I, I've never thought about something like that. Um, but I, I've always had mm -hmm. my, my parents and my friends and everyone supporting me and maybe asking me uh, to tell them what I was, what was bothering me, you know. And as I was always telling them, I was sharing them with them my negativity. Like, it's not such a good thing, uh, sharing right. negativity, but in the in this case i think that it's the best thing to do because if we keep it to ourselves it will just consume our minds and right. you ash right yeah i mean i would definitely agree with that um i've i've also really haven't experienced you know anything super super deep or dark you know in that sense i've never really struggled with um depression usually if if i ever have like a down day, it, it usually doesn't last very long for me, um, which I'm extremely grateful and thankful that, you know, I, I do have the people that I have in my life. And, and I do feel like that's a huge thing, um, your environment and who you're surrounded by. Um, you know, there's some people that they've just dealt with stuff, you know, in their past, and it really doesn't have anything to do with, you know, what's going on currently. Maybe they have, you know, really amazing things going on right now. Maybe they're, you know, really successful and the job that they're doing, or, um, maybe, you know, they have a really good, maybe they have kids that they just adore so much and they love them, but they're just struggling with, with maybe like past decisions or stuff that they have gone through in the past. Um, and it's just some people hang on to stuff. Um, they don't know how to let go. And I feel like I'm very fortunate and thankful that I am really good at that. I'm really good at, um, not, holding things over my head. You know, if I make a mistake, I just learn from it and I move on. Um, 
I don't let anything, you know, from the past, you know, linger into my future because I know that it doesn't do anything. Like it, it literally does absolutely nothing for you. Mm -hmm. And I just know that. So like, Mm -hmm. for me, it's not really a huge, like I can just get rid of it and then I move on and then I focus on what's in front of me. I don't focus on what's behind me, but I know a lot of people do. Um, and right now, especially with, you know, so much going on and just everybody being on social media, there's a lot more things that are being put out there that weren't really being put out there before. Um, and I just feel like that right now more than anything is, is a huge, I mean, there's just a lot of people that are dealing with, you know, a lot of dark darkness right now. Um, but as far as like mental health, I do think that if you can, like B said, if you can just talk to somebody, if there's anybody that you have in your life, um, that you feel comfortable enough to be able to talk to them, I would utilize that as much as possible because the more that you're able to talk to somebody and let some of this stuff out and maybe get somebody else's, you know, point of view. Sometimes we can only see one point of view. And once we have our eyes open to a different point of view, then we're like, oh, I never really thought of it like that, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's like, Mm -hmm. sometimes you just need that extra point of view to kind of open up your, um, open up your mind to other, you know, things, or maybe something that'll help you get your mind off of what you're currently doing, you know, now, or what you're thinking of now. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. It's definitely, you know, we've seen, it's definitely become more on the forefront of life in general. I mean, it's not, not even just in bodybuilding, but in just life in general. I mean, it's, it's all over the place. You turn on social media every day. And I feel like every day I see something that says, you know, mental health awareness or something like that. And it's definitely become, you know, a lot more prevalent in today's society. Well, it's either become more prevalent or it's just in our faces more because of the fact that we have social media and all this stuff that's going on. So it's great to hear that both of you guys are, well, both of you ladies are, you know, haven't had any issues with that because it seems to be pretty commonplace in, you know, the bodybuilding and competition world. I feel like a lot of people that I've spoken to over the years have had a lot of anxiety and depression issues. And, you know, I think a lot of anxiety comes from second guessing yourself. And, you know, and when you constantly put yourself on a platform in front of people, mm-hmm. it's easy to be anxious and, and kind of frustrated about how things are going to go. So, you know, the fact that you guys are able to kind of, you know, just not let that affect you and, and keep hustling and moving forward is fantastic. So the, uh, so moving on to the, to the next thing we, uh, what have each of you, seen that has been the biggest struggle for you so far in your professional well career? definitely one uh that i mentioned before in a uh on uh i think it was the um, on the second episode here um was the weight gain and the, mm-hmm. the off season when we can't handle it uh the way we should and uh the other one i think it was when um it's probably trying to explain to the other people who meet me uh, what's my job and why I do this, you know, because when, <laughs> especially mm-hmm. uh, with teenagers, um, when you meet someone and I mean, you, I am still a teenager and I meet teenagers in my school, in my university. Um, so when they knew, uh, I mean, my, my first year, um, and when they knew what I was doing, uh, a guy asked me, why the hell uh, was I showing my butt <laughs> to the judges <laughs> on stage? Like, okay, you are <laughs> going to compete next week and you are going to show right. your butt to the judges. And I was like, uh, yeah, <laughs> you're right. Actually, you're right. 
<laughs> I mean, it's a, a bit of a mm-hmm. struggle for me because I know that nothing that I do is bad, you know, and I love what I do, but sometimes people just don't get it. The fact that we, that this is a sport and this is like a 24-7 project of ourselves and that our body is our um, object of work, you know? Yeah, exactly. Like for me, the body is Mm -hmm. something that I work on and it's not something that I have to hide or something forbidden, you know, or a taboo or something like that. So the body is a completely normal thing for me and what I do is is a normal thing for me too and for my family and for everyone that knows me right. uh so yeah probably um showing people that this is not what it looks like in the first uh in the first place you know when they see it and when they don't know anything yeah. about it and also the the meals that i have to eat like at 10 a.m i'm eating tilapia and cucumber or something in the middle of the <laughs> in the middle of the the room you know yeah um and sometimes i i will mm. have to tell you guys this but sometimes i uh, have to go to the bathroom and toilet and eat and yeah then i go back because i feel better doing doing it that way and not having people looking at me doing something different than them you know they are i mean i'm totally okay mm. if they are eating um chocolates yeah yeah so you're talking about like yeah school. just the school because if i am like in public okay. i don't care if people are watching me eating tilapia <laughs> at 10 a.m um right. <clears throat> but when you have to deal with people that um uh, are with you every single day and that have to tell you uh i mean that have to work with you and have to say you good morning and goodbye every single day like you have to face them every single day and mm-hmm. you kind of are a bit afraid of what they have to or um, what they think about you when you do that when if they don't understand you but fortunately Mm -hmm. my friends are uh, always super supportive and they always send me good vibes when I'm going um, to compete and when I have to travel and everything like that but at the same time as they I am uh, still new in the college um as it's my first year too and as i am always absent because of competing uh i feel that i'm always the new one the newest um and i i still struggle a little mm. bit with that even being the in the third year of competing <laughs> and you match gotcha. uh, that's yep. actually really cool <laughs> i i thought i actually did think that um you know, just like having people look at you and stuff. Cause I worked at a chiropractic office before I started doing coaching and I prepped for two national shows there. So like I had to be on point, um, cause I was trying to go pro and yeah, people just like, people are very judgmental and people mm-hmm. are always yeah. trying to force food in your face or like, but you already look really good. Like, can't you just have this? Like not just one bite. Like, why not? Like people just don't understand. Mm. yeah I was gonna people ask just you don't understand yeah. and people do I mean your friends your family like your coworkers, like everybody that is around you that doesn't understand it is always gonna try and like feed you and <laughs> exactly like, and then and then it like makes you feel weird you're like mm-hmm. this is like I never feel weird about it until just now until you just made me feel weird like it's just one of those things where it's like yep. it is not super normal 
to be eating like you like you said be like tilapia and like greens in the morning like that's not super normal um but some but for us it is for us it's just like okay that's fine i'll just eat that but for other people it's like what the heck like why would you eat that and they just immediately judge and Mm -hmm. even and this is even crazier just to roll off this for a second um you know when my husband and i I mean my husband's a huge a huge dude and i'm a little short like muscle you know i have have a lot of muscle for my frame um so when we go to the gym or just go anywhere but even the gym like people just stare like it's just like they've never seen anybody that has any sort of you know muscle to their frame at all like that's they look at you like you're an alien so that's pretty it's hard i mean i get i've gotten over it now um because now i'm just like okay that's normal but they like if you go anywhere in public and I'm like shredded, like say I'm about to compete for a show and I'm like really, really lean, people just stare at you like what in the world? You're the most fascinating thing to them. So to that, <laughs> that's a little bit, you know, hard to deal with when people are just like staring at you constantly. And it's just like they don't even try to hide it um, because. Yeah, you know, sometimes, sometimes it's like that. I actually don't feel that thing regarding my body, um, but I definitely know that what you are talking about. Well, I have just like a lot of like, I'll have a lot of like random people, you know, come up to me, um, you know, while I'm training and they're just like, oh my God, you're extremely lean. Like, and it's just like, how, how do people just go up to someone they don't even know and just start like, I don't know, picking them apart. Like, I didn't ask you to come judge me. Like, I don't know. It's just so weird that people like go out of their way to do stuff like that. But I get dirty looks, like rude comments and stuff like that you know, rude comments about like, they'll say stuff about my husband because he's so big. And it's just like, it's just it it blows my mind. Like you would think that, you know, I mean, to me, it's, it's impressive. Like when I study that's, you know, in shape, I'm like, damn, they're in shape, like they look so good. But you just never know, like some people look at you and like disgust or they're just like, ugh. so that's, that's pretty hard. I think um, that that comes from the older people. Yeah, that's true. Not necessarily, I'll, and, I, and I, don't, I don't mean to cut you off, but they, and I'll tell you why, because I used to, like, one of the things I used to work at a gym for, I was a fitness director uh, for, like, two years, and it wasn't anything that I did prior to working in the gym, I always felt uncomfortable, I always felt weird, because I was always a huge guy, I mean, when I was in, when I was competing in powerlifting, I was 365 pounds, and I had a belly. I mean, I was a big dude, but I was huge. I mean, I had 22 inch arms, like, you know, just a big, big overall guy and everybody would stare at me. And then I'm not even that tall. I'm only 5'10". So, but once I started working in the gym, it kind of like smoothed out and, and my lifestyle changed. And I was, you know, I'd lost a lot of weight. And my goal at that point was to be more like mm-hmm. bodybuilder style, not necessarily compete, but to be more like a bodybuilder, not like a powerlifter anymore. And I would still get, you know, a lot of people that would come up to me in the gym and would just be like, and, and young kids, I mean, col- high school age, college kids that would be like, <laughs> Jesus. why are you so big? Like, why? I mean, what, what? Yeah. Like, why? Like, why is that? Why is that? How is that fun? Like, why do you have to be so big? You just take all you, you're just taking steroids, oh, always. right? And that it's would all, immediately be the getting question, accused of that, you know, of out of everybody's mouth. Yeah, absolutely. Every day, even in the gym. And that was the most frustrating part for me. And I'm like. And I got to the point where I just started ignoring people, but especially with the girls, we had like three or four, like, like female competitors that were, that worked out of my gym. We had a, a coach there, Barris Baker. That's a, was a really well-known um, female coach and he even coached some other, some guys like in the nineties. And um, so he had some of his competitors that would work out there. And some of these girls were, one was a female bodybuilder. So she was a beast. 
and um, just the looks that people would give them. I genuinely felt bad for them. Like there were times that I would walk up to members and like tap them on the shoulder and be like, dude, leave her alone. Like, why are you staring and laughing and pointing? And, you know, I'm going to throw you out. If you can't, if you don't go back to what you're doing and you leave them alone, I'm going to throw you out of here. And it it, it was bad. It was overall the, the consensus of normal air quote people was very daunting oh yeah there's tons of young i mean young people some older people like it's all it's all ages to be honest like it really is i'm always surprised at some of the people that go completely out of their way to just like let you know that they're like not happy with the way that you look i'm just like okay yeah i'm I'm disgusted well thanks for letting me know have a great look this way (laughs) and yes i know that i'm very lean right now and it's yeah and it's and it is a little bit hard whenever I have to do you know 45 minutes of cardio and I'm extremely lean but I'm like a couple days out from a show so like it's normal like I'm depleted right now it's normal but like people look at you like like women and stuff they'll be on the treadmill next to you and they're just like in disgust like how are you doing cardio right now like look at you you're so lean why are you doing cardio and I'm just sitting there like but I'm going to compete. Like, don't judge me. Like, that's really how it is though. Like people just stare at you and just automatically think, you know, Uh certain things, which that's pretty tough to deal with. Um, You know, I, I normally, it normally doesn't bother me, but sometimes it does. Um, And then I'd probably say like posing has been, which this is very specific, but posing has been extremely hard for me um, to master because I was a cheerleader all growing up. So I was, learning you know I was very stiff every every movement that I ever made was very like stiff it was like counts it was stiff it was just like you have to be you know um just you're just constantly stiff all the time so uh, uh, transitioning from that to now you're having to be more graceful and um more fluid and all of that on stage it's it's it was a very hard transition for me um posing not come easy for me at all it's actually just now getting to the point where I feel extremely confident in my posing routine um and everything's just coming together finally but it's taken me years I mean even even after turning pro um I worked really 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 hard on my posing routine because it just didn't really come super easy to me so I would say posing was definitely like one of my biggest struggles and then just knowing that you're going to go up against girls that you've like looked up to forever that was that was mentally hard for me in the very beginning. Um, obviously like once Mm -hmm. I kind of got over that hump and I was next to them, I was like, all right, this isn't as bad as like I had pictured in my head. I was picturing to just get crushed. But the fact that like I'm getting first call outs next to, you know, some Olympians and some, some girls that have been in the industry for a long time, it's really, it's just reassuring. And then just like, okay, well, I know my place. I know that I deserve to be here. Um, and it's kind of just one of those things where once you do it and you get over that hump, it, it, it makes it a lot easier. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I think, have you guys, do you, and of course I'm asking you this and I already know the answer, but I just want to hear yours. So are either of you at the point where you just walk out on stage and you're perfectly confident, everything is great. Or do you still get like those butterflies and you're nervous and you freak out and you're shaking when you go out on stage how do you how do you feel when you go out there now after competing both of probably each of you have probably competed at least double digit amount of times. Yeah. I think B, you said like twenty two shows or something, right? Um so how I do you still feel I only before felt each show? Nervous in my first competition, I would say, because I'm a, an extremely pacific person, you know. Sometimes I'm even sleeping in the backstage and I just want to relax and 
you know, I, I, when I am about to compete, I know that I've done everything that I could to look that way. And uh, I could do anything. I couldn't do anything more. Um, so the work is done and uh, giving a nev about things that I can't control is just not worth it for me. So I just, I don't feel nervous at all. And okay. even that um, is a thing even more when it comes to the Arnolds or the Olympia, because I don't feel any responsibility on placing high, you know? Um, right. Yeah, yep. exactly. Because the hardest times are gone. And yeah. I, now I just have to enjoy that time and do what yeah. I like because uh, I won't be doing anything more to get better, you know, so I just have to relax. And even if I'm nervous or I feel a little bit nervous, it can go uh, in a bad way. Like, I don't know if I'm bloated, if I'm nervous, I can get bloated or something like that. So I just want to relax and do my thing. So I think that... Um, it kind of uh, is my one of my characteristics because I even when I was born I was really I was not even crying too. Uh, <laughs> my mom told me that, so I think that I'm <laughs> such a calm person. <laughs> no, that's not. like B has no emotion. <laughs> not She's that a way, but I think that I'm, I'm never nervous just because I know that I've done everything, I know, so kidding, yeah. I don't have to to feel nervous at all. And because right. I'm, I'm always, even when I feel a little bit gotcha. nervous, I always try to not to focus on that. And I try to put my headphones on and listen to music or something like that. And just close my eyes and think about my parents because they are, they are not there most of the time. So think about them or uh, I face, uh, I call them too. Uh, via Skype or via WhatsApp or something like that. So I always try to do some stuff to calm down and not just think about the stage and the Make main purpose of being there yeah. and just enjoy like the environment. Um, and yeah, it's just that. And you, Ash? Oh. Yeah, I I would say the same. You? I mean, I always get super. I, it's more of like adrenaline for me. Like I'm like, like if I, I ever go, I am, go. <laughs> yes, like I'm so excited that it. You guys are tougher than dudes because most of the guys that I've talked to over the years have talked about like shaking before they go on stage, like being freaked out. So hearing you guys both say this, I laugh because I'm like, I don't know if it's just a, a woman thing that you guys are just tougher in general or if it's just, you know, I don't know. I, I don't even know what the difference is, but I just. That's awesome to hear that you guys are that confident that you just walk out there and you're like, yeah, buddy, I, will say, I got this. I will say the first, <laughs> yeah. not my pro debut. My pro debut, I was so relaxed. Oh, my gosh. And that's because I literally was like, this is my first show. I'm just going in and just seeing what's going to happen. Like, I had zero expectations. I, I never really put expectations on myself, but I really just was like, let's just right. see what the judges said. That's really the only thing that I cared about was getting to know what the judges said. So um, that for me, that show is that show. And then the very last show that I did, which was my ninth pro show um, where I got my highest placing, I ended up getting third place. Um, that was, that was awesome uh, because I wasn't nervous at all. And that was probably 
one of the shows that I felt like I should have been the most nervous and I wasn't. So that made me feel, that made me feel really good. I was Mm -hmm. like, all right, I'm getting the hang of this. Finally. I know what the judges are expecting of me. I know what they want to see out of me. I know the suit color that they want to see. I know the hairstyle and color they want to see. It was just one of those things where it's like, once you do it so many times and you know what they're expecting of you, all you have to do is come in on point. That's it. Mm -hmm. So like go, coming on point and then the more fun you have with your posing routine the judges see that they're like oh my gosh she's having fun she looks so great she looks confident she looks happy so if you're portraying those things on stage instead of being like nervous and like a a wreck which you know being nervous isn't doing anything but getting your cortisol levels high so it's like i don't want to do that anyways like i don't stress ever like i'm just not a stressor i don't stress no matter what um whether i'm doing a show or whether it's just general life stuff i just don't stress um, but as far as like being nervous and stuff, I was very nervous in the, the first, like the middle of my pro shows that I was doing, I was nervous for like three of them. Like I was shaking, um, <laughs> just because I really, really, really wanted to do good. And at that point it's like, all right, this is your third show now. Like you need to start placing, like, come on. That's kind of how I felt. So like, I did kind of put a little bit of pressure on myself because I wanted, I wanted to do well. Like I was like, I want to do really good. Like this is my first year. I want to come out with some sort of win. But I kind of pretty much, um, you know, sealed it for me whenever I got my my first, you know, first. I, it was sixth place, but it was still a win for me. Like I was like, all right, this is this is cool. I'm I'm getting somewhere. So mm-hmm, and then gotcha. I just kept going up from there Ooh. because my confidence just, you know, it just kept getting better and better. And I felt better on stage because I just got more experience. Oh, OK. Well, I know we kind of touched on this a little bit before you kind of you went into a little bit about, um, you know, people's comments and stuff like that in the gym and things like that. But let's go digital. Let's talk about how, you know, what kind of comments. First, Well, first of all, how do you guys respond when somebody, you know, sends you like a nasty DM or comments, you know, really poorly on a picture that you might post or something like that? And to take it even a step further, how often do you guys get like disgusting messages from jerk in your like ig dms and stuff like that not often i would say uh i think that that's good yeah (laughs) yeah actually i think that people think that we receive a lot of bad stuff i would say as as we expose ourselves so much but the reality is that i don't often receive those kind of messages and i'm uh it's not proud but i'm really happy of, of of that um and but when i receive it i kind of try just to forget that and you know it's normally it's people that have nothing to do so they want to comment our our stuff so Mm -hmm. i just uh eliminate the comment or i just eliminate the conversation uh, and i don't answer at all good have you ever gotten one that you that just like hit you in the core though and you you just were like Oh, I want to say something back to this person so bad. Yeah, some of them, I I, <laughs> I think that. But, you know, I, I always have my parents here saying that, okay, so that. Yeah. think think that they are clients, you know, they have to use your codes and stuff like that. So you right. just have to be kind. <laughs> uh, Even when they're no, horrible, yeah. No, but it's like, um, <clears throat> first of all, we have to have a posture, you know. So yes. we just don't have, don't, we can't um, answer people that way, I think. And I wouldn't like to be answered that way. So I want to do <clears> that for them, to them. 
also. Um, but when it comes to really mean comments, I sometimes, yeah, I go to the bath, uh, like I take a shower and I'm thinking of it or I go to my cardio and I'm still thinking of it the whole hour because sometimes right. they, they are really mean. I don't know. Right. It hits your heart. Yeah. Yeah, a bit. Mm-hmm. What about you, Ash? I laugh. I think it's funny. <laughs> that's good. No, that's good. <laughs> I do. And the reason that I laugh is because most of the stuff is like so not even like I get like you're skinny. And it's I'm like, do you even know? Yeah. I'm like, do you even know what the word skinny means? Because I definitely have muscle and I don't know if you know the difference between being lean and, and having muscle or I'm sorry, being lean and being skinny. I'm right. like, because they're two completely different things. Um, but people that don't understand it, that's like their first thing is like, if you see a competitor that's extremely lean, or maybe they're really depleted, uh, before they fill out for the stage, you know, that's somebody doesn't understand. They're immediately going to be like, you're skinny. Like, why are you so skinny? Go eat a burger, go eat a cheeseburger. Like people say that <laughs> stuff. And I'm just like, do you know how many cheeseburgers I've had? Like a ton. <laughs> and I still look like this. Yeah. I'm like, so and it, you don't. to me, it's, it's comical. I'm just like, they just don't understand. Like that's, that's where my mindset is. Um, it really doesn't bother me at all, which I really don't get mean stuff. Uh, like you said, B, I don't really get stuff like that. Good. That's good. Um, who do you think you is, get when you like do random. get mean comments? Do they typically come more from girls or guys? Girls. Yeah, I would okay. say girls. And the nose when we we have to uh, do polls on Instagram, you know, asking uh, which one they like better or if they want something or not. The no's are always from girls. Come on, yeah. always from girls. Yeah, that's funny. That's crazy. Yeah. Like I just laugh at how, you know, and and they 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 always talk about you know girls being very cynical of other girls and stuff like that. And I get, I mean, I guess it makes sense. I mean, I would I would guess that you would get more lewd, stupid, like you know, send nudes, like dumb stuff like that from guys than you know girls would be the ones that would send you more like you know, demeaning comments that would probably, you know, hurt you a little bit because you're like, ow, like, why did you say that? You know, but that's crazy. So, all right. So then we're, let's finish off last question. And I, and I want a real in-depth answer. Okay. I want an in-depth, like salivate. I want people listening to the show to salivate when they hear this. Okay. (laughs) What are your favorite, (laughs) what are your favorite cheat meals? That's a difficult question, honestly. <laughs> Thinking of all Everything. the food we can eat right now. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I have a cheat meal every single weekend. And every single weekend, I am i don't know what to eat because I have too many options. And I like everything. That's my problem. Right. If you ask me something that I don't like, I just know one answer, like one item. And then the rest, I like it all. So, So like on your birthday or like holidays or something like that, what's your go-to? Well, in my birthday, uh, on my birthday, I never um, eat freely because I'm always prepping for Japan. Okay. <laughs> uh, for the last two years, I've I didn't have my birthday party. I would say because I was prepping like wow. three weeks out or something. So mm-hmm. yeah, I couldn't at all uh, have a, a free meal. Uh, but when I have to choose something, like I really enjoy better when I cook at home like when my mom cooks something or when my dad does something uh, Mm -hmm. because I feel that when I go uh, out my body doesn't really like it I don't know like the the after effects that I feel like in the next morning um, I always feel a little bit 
more bloated and stuff like that. So I always mm -hmm. prefer to do it at home and eat like uh, less food and more variety of it. Okay. Um, so yeah, something that I really enjoy, like truly enjoy at 110% are cereal with um, coconut yogurt. So that's my like my favorite. what particular cereal? Like what's your favorite cereal? Uh, that's I'm not uh, picky at all too. Okay, <laughs> but I really right, enjoy cool. Fruit Loops too. I always have them here. Um, okay. uh, and yeah, and something that has chocolate, like granola, everything that is really really sweet is the better the best for me. Okay, come on, Ash, hit it home. <laughs> all right, so I. Definitely am, I would have to say, pizza, burger. Um, <laughs> I love burgers, but if I have, Avery. like, a cheat, mm -hmm. like, like if I just have, like, a cheat, like, a refeed, I won't do, like, it's not a fun burger. It's just, like, have the burger plain, you know, sugar-free ketchup and a fry. Like, it's very plain. Um, right. But if I were to, like, have, like, an indulging meal where I'm, like, I can pick literally whatever I want, it's going like to be, like, show. Yeah. yeah, it's going to be like a hardcore pizza or it's going to be like um, a burger with like bacon and and, and cheese and just like all the stuff that like all the sauces, the spicy mayo, like stuff that you don't I don't ever get to have. Right. Um, so it's going to be like stacked up like something like that. Or it'll be like I just love Chinese food and it's awful for you. But I love Chinese food <laughs> and Mexican food like and if sushi I could, is amazing. It, it's so hard because I like it all, like you said, B. And I'm a sweets person too. So if I could have, um, like cheesecake for literally every meal, I totally would. Like I love cheesecake. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. All I right, used to have cool. it every day, every year for my birthday. Every I would day. Have cheesecake. <laughs> every day, every year for my birthday, I would have cheesecake, and so I would look forward to my birthday always. So I'm like, oh yes, I get to have cheesecake. I actually had cheesecake this past birthday because I was like, I'm not on prep. I get to have something. So I did have right. cheesecake this past birthday. Um, Ooh. but that's usually what I like my go-to, like really unhealthy, um, cheat would be like, you know, a burger fry or pizza with like cheesecake or some baked food or some baked like Ooh. dessert or something. Heck yeah. It's, it's so funny because that question is never an easy one for competitors. Like I, <laughs> I've asked so many people over the years and with the exception of like, <clears throat> you know, like strong men and power and power lifters they usually will tell they'll map out their like favorite cheat meal from like calorie one to calorie 10,000. Oh, Whereas yeah. As with competitors, it's always like it's never it's 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 either there's no middle of the road answer. You either have the bees that say, well, you know, I don't really like to cheat or go that crazy. But when I do, I have a little bit of this or I like no, a little I bit go of that. crazy, but at home. <laughs> no, I know. But you know what I'm saying? And yeah. if there but you didn't have like a specific thing. It's like you have this whole idea of what you know is is what you like that you eat at home a, a bunch of different stuff yeah. like it could be a multitude of different things whereas then you know ash was very specific with either pizza a burger and cheesecake like it's just funny that i find i've found that over the years that it's one or the other either you get people that are kind of wishy-washy and are like ah sometimes i feel like on the air they don't want to admit it like they're like well, I don't want to talk about a cheat meal because my coach might like hear this and give me a hard time. And I'm like, just talk about your. Oh, my coach knows that I like to eat you know? a lot. <laughs> you know, it's too funny. I will laugh because I'm gonna I'm gonna throw a Jeremy Potvin under the bus here because two years ago we were um, he 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 came down to Florida to visit and I picked him up from his hotel room and he was in prep for the Olympia 
And he had just like the night before he got in the car and I could tell his stomach was like bloated. And uh, he got in the car and he's like, oh, dude. And his uh, fiance now, Courtney, laughed because she's like, oh, like dude's been farting all night because yesterday we ate dominoes and this and that. I'm like, aren't you on prep? And he's like, shh. (laughs) And I'm like, and I'm like, this is what competitors really do. (laughs) I wish. I wish. It was hilarious. But but it it clearly didn't affect him because he got on stage with a way smaller than my leg. So he was perfectly fine after that. The body was craving it. All right. (laughs) I know, right? So, all right, ladies. Well, this show has been awesome. We're rounding out episode number four. And we'll see you next week. (laughs) We see you next week, too. Bye. 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 Bye.